With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. For me, this is all personal. It's all about family and honor. Why do you do it, this job of yours? What do you have to get out of it? I don't know. Maybe some self-realization? And what have you got out of it so far? Nightmares. Fun crazy, not creepy crazy, on The Riley and Kimmy Show. Don't forget to bounce. Just remember the rules here with the Riley and Kimmy Show. If you're on the road, you do not bounce. That's right. Unless you're going over speed bumps at the uh, speed limit that you're not supposed to. You know, unless you go real fast over those speed bumps. You know, and when my parents uh, lived at one time where they moved to, when they moved into the big city, they moved to a place that had all these speed bumps all over the place. You know, the perfect place for old people to be, right? Mm -hmm. And I had this uh, Mustang, this uh, 1970 Mach 1 Mustang, that it just did not know how to go slow. Mm-hmm. And, you know, me in the speed bumps, we had a unique experience all the time. You know, I, I just love the speed bumps. <laughs> and I remember once scaring the hell out of my father riding in that car with me. Because he's like, hey, I, why don't you run me over to such and such place? And I said, are you sure you want to ride with me? And he goes, yeah. And he crawls into the car and he was hanging on for dear life. <laughs> we went... You know, you know the Dukes of Hazard. No, you didn't watch it, but there was. You probably at least saw the opening sequence where the General Lee goes jumping over something. Mm-hmm. I did that with some speed bumps. Oh. Wasn't great for the front end alignment. I'll tell you that. And do not try that at home. But me and those speed bumps, and you know, being a teenager, it was a fun thing. Hmm. And it was actually, it was actually fun seeing him. Uh, you know, grip it onto the the door and whatever, try to hang on for dear life. He's <laughs> like, "You're nuts!" <laughs> it was fun, and okay. he never. Asked me to take him again. Oh. Yeah. Did you ever drive your father? Because your father and mine were about the same age. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I bet that was a war. Oh, I bet that was just a joy. Was he Was he one of these like side seat drivers? Was he telling you, you know, don't do that. Don't do that. Uh, you uh, hit those brakes. Don't go too fast. Watch watch where you're going. Was he really, you know, dogging you? No, I just remember um, riding with him when I was just learning. And Ooh. he was telling me to relax and breathe. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. You know, I never thought of that because, you know, when I first met you so long ago, when the TARDIS first popped up, you know, it's sort of like the Amy Pond thing with you and me because, you know, the doctor met Amy Pond in like two different versions, you know, and that's the way it is for me. My first version of you is very shy and very timid. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine you even more shy and more timid learning how to drive. Mm-hmm. You were a terror when I met you driving because you had one of the muscle cars of the 70s that was passed uh, to you by your father and mm-hmm. a very high performance car that just happens to be very similar to a car that's on Supernatural. Let's mm-hmm. just say that. Very similar. And you drove that car just like Dean Winchester. 
I have to say that much. <sighs> you did. You drove that car like Dean. I mean, whoa. <laughs> oh, boy. And anyhow, I can't imagine you before that learning how to drive. I never thought of that. I figured, you know, I guess in the back of my mind that school taught you. And, you know, with those old simulators that they have, which were, oh, boy. And, well, yeah, yeah. But an actual family member taught you how to drive. Well, no, like when I had my learner's permit. Oh. Is what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. So, but nobody like, you know, an older uh, sibling or, uh, you know, your father didn't just take you out and say, all right, we're going to teach you how to drive. You're getting close to driving age. Mm-mm. They didn't take you to a parking lot and Mm-mm. let you go. Remember the scene in like Breaking Bad? They didn't do that where, Mm-mm. you know, Walter took uh, Junior out. Mm-mm. None of that. Oh, you missed out. I was learning to drive way before you were supposed to. Mm. Because I had that older half uh, brother. I mean, he was 20 years older than me, larger than life, like John Wayne and Grizzly Adams kind of put together. And he decided, you know, I should be driving, knowing how to drive at a very early age. You mm-hmm. know, And the very first car that I ever drove was a 1970 Barracuda. And very fast, very powerful. Why I'm still on planet Earth, I have no idea. And why he trusted me with that. I mean, my feet couldn't even reach the pedals very well. Hmm. I mean, it was it was a hilarious thing, but we were out in the country in the middle of nowhere, and we did it. We didn't do that among uh, you know the population. And this was even after my accident, which my father banned me from ever touching a steering wheel until I was out of the house. He he goes, I don't even care when you become driver's age, you know, 16 in the state we were in. I will not be in a car with you, even though years later he did get in a car. You will not learn to drive for me. I don't want to be around you with a vehicle because I wrecked a car, kind of. Uh, when I was six years old <laughs> and it was his fault when I was six years old we lived on property that you know had land and we had this prairie grass and stuff that grew up really high as tall as an adult's head and you know as a child really high well he got a hold of this riding lawnmower from someone and he decided he's going to start clearing out more of the property and he got tired of doing it himself he was doing it like you know installments like one night and another night and another day and whatever well he decided he was going to re- you know I was going to be volunteered. And he teaches me how to drive this thing. Mm-hmm. Well, I got distracted, you know, driving the the vehicle, the lawnmower. And you know lawnmowers don't go too fast, mm-hmm. you know. And especially this older kind. It wasn't like the one I have now uh, is pretty high performance. I mean, I, I could go a pretty good clip. Mm-hmm. But that one you couldn't. It was slow. And... I'm doing the job and everything, but somehow, you know, my mind went somewhere else, you know, probably thinking about some comic book. Matter of fact, I actually know where I was. I just watched an episode, an old TV show, and it was even old in my time. I was like, man, that's old, but I liked it. I watched an episode of The Lone Ranger, and I, for somehow, for some reason, thought I was on silver. I was uh, thinking I was with Tano on the side and we were, you know, chasing villains or something. And, you know, I'm the Lone Ranger, right? Mm -hmm. And next thing I know, I'm no longer on that dusty trail in the world of yesteryear. I am now within maybe four feet of the family car and I'm heading right at it. I mean, right at the passenger door. Mm -hmm. And I panic. I take my hands off the steering wheel. And then I turn at the last second as I graze the whole side of the car from the driver's door to the fender. Nice. Oh, it was, it was not nice, Kimmy. It was, it was probably louder to me than it really was, but it, 
I thought it was sparking and all this, you know, but, oh, and I kept going for a few feet and, and got it stopped and then ran like hell away from the car. And, oh, I was so thankful because it was that time of year when our house was surrounded by cornfields. And my father heard something happening. I could hear him swearing worse than in the uh, Christmas story, Darren McGavin character. I mean, he, he was worse than Fred Flintstone at this moment. And my father never did that, really, to be quite honest. It was one of those rare things, right? Well, he wasn't happy. He knew something happened. I ran to the cornfield. And I don't remember exactly what time of day. I know it was afternoon, later, you know, the latter part of the day. And I wouldn't come out of that cornfield. <clears throat> and he's yelling for me. He's looking for me. He didn't think cornfield, right? And then, you know, my mom eventually comes out and, you know, and she's yelling at first. And then there's concern coming in her voice. And I am not going to move. Mm-hmm. I, I sat in that cornfield. And eventually, you know, dinner time comes and it's dark. And, you know, they're like, hey, you know, food, you know, I can smell it. You know, I would not come in. And they're like, you know, they kept pleading for a while and they'd leave me alone for a little bit. Seemed like hours. It was long enough to where the moon came out. And fortunately, it was a full moon. And I'm out there. And, and which is fortunate and isn't fortunate because here's a kid who believes that vampires are real, that his house is haunted, and he believes in werewolves. Not a good thing to be out in a full moon in the middle of the corn. Mm. But I wasn't going to budge, right? Finally, they both come. And I figure they're tricking me. Finally, they come out and they're like, you know, hey, everybody makes mistakes. <laughs> You know, we know you didn't do it on purpose and it's okay. You're not in trouble. You know, just, just come on in. We're worried about you. So I, you know, came in and they were telling the truth. You know, everything's fine. I had my dinner. Nobody said anything mean to me. Everything's great. And the next morning it was uh, like, I can't remember what day it was, but the next morning uh, my dad uh, says, Hey, let's uh, go into town, into a bigger town, which was about 30 miles away, an actual city maybe 35 miles away. And uh, we're going to do some shopping. And why, why don't you come along? So, you know, I'm in the back seat. Everything's fine. Doesn't say anything about the car now that has a dent all along the side, right? I mean, it's got this big, huge scratch. It's ugly. It's, I mean, it, to me, it's even uglier than it is, but oh, I can still see it to this day. And we go to a certain store and he runs into some friends of his. And they're like, hey, how's it going? And he goes, hey, want to see what my kid did? And they're like, what'd he do? And he goes, want to see what he did when he went driving? Let me show you what he did. He takes him out in the parking lot and shows him what I did. Then he's showing strangers. That entire day, he was taking pleasure meeting people. He goes, hey, oh, you got a kid? And they go, yeah. He goes, don't ever let him drive. And they're like, oh, well, I'm, he's eight years old. He goes, well, him. And you want to see what he did? I'll show you what he did. He showed everybody. I mean, it was a topic of conversation, I I think, at least a month. Hmm. He didn't let it go. Hmm. Wasn't you know he wasn't vicious mm-hmm. you know like you know but he was like you 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 want to see what he did you want to see what he did come here man I never wanted to touch a lawnmower for the rest of my life I just wow and he never asked me again you know it was like stay away <laughs> don't, don't touch power tools you know just, he kept me away from all those things hmm. that was a that was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. So I'm just kind of curious about that, Kimmy, with you and uh, driving. Nope. All right. Well, you are now part of episode 380, good part of 380. I am your host, Patrick Riley. Right next to me is the co-host, the one who can drive better than I. I guess she wouldn't crash into a car as a child. It is Kimmy. Kimmy, I got one name. Kimmy. I must be subject 
to spells of insanity. Well, she's quite sane on this episode, correct? Yeah, I think so. Okay, this episode she is. She's quite sane. You better keep that sanity going because I hope to talk on 381 about a toy shopping, uh, you know, hunt that we're going on. Because we're going on a toy collectible hunt in Mm -hmm. Florida. Um, And thanks to those who have contacted me on like Facebook and some other uh, social media pages wanting to go along. Hey, you're welcome to rendezvous with us. And more details about where we're going, of course, is right on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. But you know, Kimmy, something we're going to do right now before we get to uh, an announcement, a couple of announcements, where we're going to be, where the Riley and Kimmy show has been invited. We got that coming up on this episode. And before the conclusion of 380, a TV show that might be getting canceled that is going to make you cry. Hmm? Yes, you heard me. But right now it's time for something else. It's now time for a little spelling here. I just wanted to make sure everybody knows what the co-host's name is. The co-host's name is spelled K-I-M-M-Y. That's right, Kimmy. Mm-hmm. And that's right, it's Kimmy. And I just wanted to let everybody know that, you know, that's that's her, Kimmy. You know, you don't have to refer to her as a her or as a she or even as an it. It is Kimmy, mm-hmm. K-I-M-M-Y. And one, by the way, anybody who uh, listens to our show will hear the child's voice in that. And that is actually Kimmy when she was... Under three years of age, between what, probably real close to three, but um, in your twos, mm-hmm. and you are talking with your father, who was an audiophile and had a state-of-the-art uh, reel-to-reel recording system uh, back in the years of the dinosaurs, uh, way back then at the Jurassic Park time period. And we are fortunate he has that. And um, we rediscovered those, and when we uh, launched the Riley and Kimmy show, that became part of the show. And you were very, very adamant that your name was Kimmy. Mm-hmm. At that early age. So for those who do not know, for those who want to refer to her as a her, it is Kimmy. Mm-hmm. That's right. Kimmy. Just want to make sure that's understood. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, by the way, a special shout out to a very near and dear friend to the Riley and Kimmy show. I'd like to say uh, hello to Scott from Florida Geek Scene. Very good friend of ours. Yes. And Scott, thank you for providing a photo. If somebody wants to see the picture that you provided of Riley and Kimmy, you snapped a shot of us at the uh, Delan Collectible Show on Sunday. Let's see, when was that? That was the 11th, <laughs> January 11th. Uh, he took a, a picture of us, and, or actually his crew did, and they gave it to us uh, for our Facebook page. And you can see that right on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. I really appreciate Scott for doing that. He's a very actually good made us look kind of good. Yeah, well, he did. You, you're good all the time. Me, I'm just a freak, you know. Uh, you never know what you're going to get with me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I'm sort of like that Kyle MacLachlan character on uh, Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. You know, sometimes he, he looks okay, and other times, well, not not so okay. And that's mm. yeah, that's kind of like me, right? Yeah. All right. By the way, if you like the world of broadcasting, the world of radio, uh, we have something for you on one of our previous podcasts. about the no static of all of fm and we also talk about the static filled am that's right uh, in the golden age of radio not uh, we have uh, featured golden age of radio but this is more towards the silver bronze age that we're going to be uh, that we did talk about in episode 379 be sure to check it out uh, it's full of ear candy uh, full of voiceover talents and things that will be recognizable even to those who are not in broadcasting you'll say hey i know that voice yeah and, and things like that and plus anybody who's ever been interested in going into radio or has been in radio, 
it is something to check out. You will find it quite enjoyable. It uh, has an episode we play of uh, Tomorrow Radio War predictions from 1977 on the future were, and so many of them came to be. And we received quite a few uh, uh, commentaries or messages over social media of people thanking me for us uh, posting that. And we'll be doing more broadcast things coming up. Be sure to uh, check us out. At least once a week we do something of the golden age of radio as well. And uh, that is to keep it alive. That is a passion of mine. Uh, people don't realize just how important radio really was in influencing the world of nerd, the world of geek, and just pop culture. And that's one of the things we do. It's sort of like a, a history thing. We're sort of like a time capsule mm-hmm. when it comes to that. And so be sure to check us out and check out our social media pages to uh, be updated when we do that. Okay? Mm-hmm. And right now, I want to do uh, uh, just a little uh, a shout out, if you will, to a place that we went on... Uh, well, before we sat down for episode 380, we stopped by Smash Comics in Sanford, Florida. And you can see one of the items that I picked up at Smash Comics. I picked up a uh, a uh, vintage comic book in their back issues. I picked up a Marvel Werewolf by Night. And I collect the Werewolf by Nights of uh, Marvel. And one of the reasons is because I love Mike Plug, uh, the artist who did this. Mm-hmm. As you can see the cover, he did the covers and, and the inside work of uh, Werewolf by Night. Unfortunately, Mike uh, Plug does not, to my knowledge, does not deal with comic books anymore. He stepped away from them uh, and conventions, and I think that's so you know unfortunate. I loved his work. I uh, tried to copy it, and if you are curious, was not successful at all. Uh, not uh, not Plug, uh, not uh, not anybody. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. I have my own unique style. Mm, yeah, that's what we'll put it. Just yeah, it's it's unique. Yeah. Mm. Anyhow, I love his work. Mm-hmm. I also collect the uh, Tomb of Dracula's, Dracula Lives, and Monster Frankenstein, which was the original like one through five issues of Marvel's version of Frankenstein. Then it became the Frankenstein Monster. They changed the actual title. Hmm. I collect all those, and when they used and they used to mash them up sometimes. My favorite, I think it's uh, Tomb of Dracula eighteen, Werewolf by Night fifteen, where the Werewolf by Night meets Dracula, mm. and one of them bites the other. Ooh. and only one way to find out what happened mm-hmm. that is to have that issue in your hand you can check that out and find it in your uh, your back issue sections of your comic book store or you can get what's called Marvel Essentials and they do reprints and they have the Werewolf by Night reprints uh, I have all of those and also the Tomb of Dracula ones and you can find what I'm talking about and you can find that right at your favorite comic book store if you don't know where one is go right to our website which is RileyandKimmy.com so I'd like to say hello to those at Smash Comics we uh, saw our good friends saw uh, Lindsay Lindsay was there also say uh, hello to Nathan they're always friendly those two and of course somebody else that we saw and it's carnivorous. Uh, whatever it is, it appears to be human. I'd say it's a size 17, about 360 pounds, eight and a half to nine feet tall. He has a, a bad gimp in his right leg and uh, three copper teeth. How do you know he has copper teeth? Because he's standing right behind you. The Frankenstein monster! Oh, wait, it's not that. No, it wasn't that. Well, uh, Noel. No, he's not. He doesn't cosplay as the Frankenstein monster. He's our good friend, the commissioner, David Coperone. He was uh, he was there, and uh, oh, he is a very good friend. He won't be mad at me for that at all. Yeah, he won't, will he? Oh, he won't. He's my buddy. Okay, we're like bro- you know, we're like brothers from a different mother. Mm-hmm. He, he won't be mad. You know, I'm. He's my friend. 
Okay. Yes, he is. He is my friend. Anyhow, we saw David. And also, let's see, uh, Andrew there and Megan. Uh, not employees, but just friends to the Riley and Kimmy show. And it was a good time. And mm-hmm. if you are in the Sanford area, that is Orlando, anywhere around Orlando. Uh, it's a great comic book shop to head to. Yes. And uh, you will be smashing. T- yeah, it's smashing. You'll be treated quite well mm-hmm. by everyone there. And we have some more information coming up about uh, Smash Comics. And I'll have that in just a little bit here on the Riley and Kimmy show. Uh, by the way, if you're not in the exact area of Sanford, but you are over maybe over by uh, Daytona Beach, we know a place to go to Daytona Beach we recommend. Just contact us on any one of our social media platforms. You can find those right at RileyandKimmy.com, and we will you know, we'll connect you right where uh, you need to go. Now, mm-hmm. Kimmy, there's something I really love. One of the things I love is collectibles, toys, and... As you know, I'm quite keen on comic books. Especially the ones about superheroes. And I know a place that we will find quite a few comic books, collectibles, toys, and oh boy, Kimmy, there's going to be some cosplay. And do you know where that happens to be? Hmm. Where is that? Well, it's a place that on Friday night we find, we'd been working on this. Uh, we were approached at the Deland uh, Comic Collectibles Show on Sunday, January 11th by a great group from a place in Jacksonville, Florida. Mm-hmm. And that is Retro-Rama. Retro-Rama. They contacted us. We met them. We befriended them. And they said, hey, we kind of like maybe have you uh, part of the show. Would you like to come to the Retro-Rama collectible show? Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, yeah. So we uh, ironed out the details. And we will be part of this fantastic show, which is coming up on February. Matter of fact, it's not that far away. I think it's like 22 days as we upload this podcast on February 8th. Mm-hmm. And you have some more information about what's going on and some of the people that'll be there. Sure. Retrorama. It's a pop culture collectible show, Sunday, February 8th, 2015. Um, so watch out Jacksonville. Um, the Walking Dead will Whoa. be there. Are you telling me? Yeah. Are you saying a Walking Dead cast member will That's be right. in Jacksonville, Florida for this event? Lou Temple. He's Axel from The Walking Ooh. Dead. He's also been in Atlas Shrugged, Lone Ranger, Rango, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Beginning, The Devil's Rejects, and much more. He'll wow. be there in person. Wow. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Also, um, now there's some, some there's some hammer uh, performers too yeah, from, from the films, right? Some hammer horror queens. Woo. They will have Veronica Carlson. Okay. And Susanna Lee. All right. They'll also have Arch Hall Jr., who was in, who is um, Teenage Rebel, Wild Guitar, The Sadist, The Choppers, Deadwood 76, The Nasty Rabbit, Arch Hall, and The Archers. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. So, wow. And then there's also going to be costume contest and trivia contest with cash prizes. Celebrity panels, musical performances, door prizes, and many more surprises. It'll be a whole day of family fun. Wow. Now, that is a lot of stuff going on. Uh I mean, that is a lot. It sounds... I I can't remember how many rooms he told me uh, that it is. I mean, it's not just one room where everybody's packed in together. He told me this is multi-areas. Yeah. It'll be at the Ramada Conference Center on um, Hartley Road in Jacksonville. Now, one of the things uh, he and I were talking about, and what I'm saying, uh, he is John, fantastic individual from the uh, Retorama uh, 
collectible show. Uh, we were talking about the meet and greet celebrity dinner party. Now, this is happening the night before the big show. So that'll be Saturday night. Mm -hmm. And tickets, as we record this and upload it, are still available for this event. Now, it's happening Saturday. That's February 7th. You can join the celebrity guests of the Retro-Rama show, like Lou Temple. You heard right. You can have dinner with somebody from The Walking Dead. Mm -hmm. uh, Susanna Lee, mm -hmm. right? And let's see, Veronica Carlson. Also, David Polk and Arch Hall Jr., and that's all for a meet-and-greet dinner party, and it's happening at the Ramada Inn Convention Center. Now, ticket prices include a commemorative T-shirt and limited edition art print for the show. Hmm. So you get quite a few things here. Mm -hmm. Now, ticket sales for the venue will stop on Tuesday, February 3rd, so you still have some time at 11.30 p.m. Okay. And I'm taking a look right at the website right now, and tickets are available for $60 plus uh, some handling fees. Okay. And they take all the credit and cards and things like that. Okay. So you can order right from their website, which we have a link to right on our website, which is RileyandKimmy.com. Now, I really hope people will swing on by this event if you are in the Jacksonville area. You know, if you're in Orlando, it's not that far away. And I'm calling out, Kimmy, I'm calling out all our cosplay friends. I want to play a game. Let the game begin. Now, Kimmy had the information there. She said it. It might have went past everybody. There is a cosplay costume contest. Mm -hmm. That's right. And unfortunately, you're going to have to really fight for it because we're not in it. Because if we're in it, you're going to win. <laughs> I mean, we are the worst cosplayers on planet Earth. Mm -hmm. But we know quite a few talented and gifted cosplayers throughout Central Florida area and South Florida and even North Florida. We're calling you out. We're calling all of you out. Come out. Come out. Wherever you are. That's right. Come out wherever you are and come to this big event, which is happening on Sunday, February 8th in Jacksonville, Florida. And we'd like to see you. You know, we'd like to see you compete. Mm -hmm. We'd like to see it because... The individuals we're talking about, they are fantastic. Mm -hmm. You know, some do uh, makeup, some do masks. Uh, just the designs and things are so creative. It's great, and the passions, Kimmy. Each one of those individuals are so passionate about the characters that they represent, and even when they don't win, they're just there to have fun. And mm -hmm. That's the cool thing, and they're great. The energy around them is just great to be around them. So. Come on out, check this out, go right to our website for more information for Retro-Rama Collectible Show, which is happening on Sunday, February 8th. You know, the Riley and Kimmy Show just love to see you. Wouldn't mm -hmm. you say? Mm -hmm. I think we would. Now, something going on, another thing that we can announce where we're going to be, and it's coming up actually a little bit past this. And this is really early I'm talking about this, but I was authorized. I can mention some things. I was told I can't mention everything involved. Okay. So I got to keep my mouth shut on some things. All right. And that's going to be kind of hard mm. because well, I got a secret to tell. Anyhow, because I love comic books so much and Kimmy does too, we have been invited to a free comic book day appearance. Mm -hmm. We are going to be, go ahead. You say where we're going to be for free comic book day. Smash comics. That's right. Smash comics and games located in Sanford at the Seminole town shopping center. Now free comic book day this year will be Saturday, May 2nd. 
boy, and is it going to be fun, Kimmy? Because you know what big movie is going to be in the theaters around Saturday, May 2nd, don't you? Yeah. What? Age of Ultron. That's right. The Avengers Age of Ultron. This will be fun. This will be fantastic. Now, I have no clue right now what comic books they are giving away. Mm -hmm. I have no clue, but I'm going to tell you this much. The people at Smash, they're generous. They're Mm -hmm. smart. Mm -hmm. They select for everybody. It's for all ages. You don't have to worry about this. They're not going to give, uh, you know, junior or juniorette something they should not have. Mm -hmm. But they're going to have something for everybody. Now, one of the reasons I love Free Comic Book Day is it encourages reading. It encourages the theater of the mind. And it encourages individuals to keep a genre that, you know, I'm not kidding here, a genre that saved my life. And it did. Mm-hmm. Comic books mean that much to me. It it saved my life. And you can meet some fantastic artists. I cannot reveal the celebrities. I okay. do know who they are. Mm. I cannot say, but there there will be there will be people there. And let's put it, yeah, of course there'll be people there. But yes, there will be celebrities there and very gifted artists as well. And this mm-hmm. is an opportunity if you have somebody who loves a certain superhero, they can get customized uh, sketches, prints, things like that, things autographed, and just tons of fun. And mm-hmm. where's that happening at, Kimmy? That is at Smash Comics and Games. That's right. In the Seminole Town Mall. That's right. In Sanford, Florida. That's correct. And we have a link to Free Comic Book Day. They have a list of some of the comic books. I believe there's like 50 titles that have been revealed for this uh, May 2nd that are part of Free Comic Book Day. Okay. And you can go right to our website, and we have a link right to the Free Comic Book Day. It has more information about it. And that way, in case you've never been part of this. Now, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm being serious. This is an event. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Free Comic Book Day is held at a lot of comic book stores. Now, I'm not going to say every single one does it, but a lot of them do across the United States. But I'm telling you something. If you are in Central Florida, if you are in Central Florida, forget about ABC Comics. Don't go there. If you are in Central Florida, in Orlando, in the Orlando area, you want to go to Smash Comics. Mm -hmm. Smash Comics is a place you want to go. Now, if you're over in the Daytona Beach area, we know some place to go. Mm-hmm. excellent store if you're in the Daytona Beach area mm-hmm. all you have to do is contact me on social media and I'll say hey this is the place mm-hmm. but if you are in the Orlando area you'll want to head to Smash Comics yes definitely there's going to be a ton of cosplay mm-hmm. so you can get your picture taken with uh, I mean we're talking movie quality mm-hmm. television quality people in costumes I mean it's like wow it's just stepped off the screen or out of the uh uh, IMAX and it's right, right in front of you. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I and I don't know the cosplayers going to be there right now. I don't know which ones for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, and yes, Riley and Kimmy will be cosplaying. We will have our bad cosplay self there. Yeah. Yes, we will. We're going to make everybody else look good. And by the way, you can show up in costume too. And you know, you don't have to be intimidated by uh, the individuals to be there. It's fun. Everybody has fun with it. Mm-hmm. So please do come show and up. play. That's right. Come and play on Free Comic Book Day. And that'll be on Saturday, May 2nd. I know that's really far out. You know, I'm, well, it is. It's, whoa, far out, dude. I know it's really, you know. be here before you know it. Yeah. And I, you know, I just kind of wanted to get this one thrown out, you know, where we're going to be. And yeah. I hope individuals can swing on by and say hi to us. And, uh, you know, it'll, it'll be a fun time. And by the way, same thing we're going to be doing in Jacksonville. We will be doing a free comic book day is we will be recording an episode of the Riley and Kimmy show right there. And. You know, if you're not that shy, 
not that intimidated, swing on by, come on by, and become part of the show. We can talk nerd. Mm-hmm. We can, I mean, we can talk about anything you'd like, especially if you've just seen the new uh, uh, example during Free Comic Book, if you've just seen the Avengers film. Hey, let's talk about the Avengers film. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? And you can play movie reviewer for fun. Now, coming up for Jacksonville, uh, we can talk about, you know, the TV shows. What do you think about the return of Arrow, uh, Flash, and things like that? We, I mean, whatever you want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Or just say, I don't want to talk. I just want to say hi. That's great. We, we can talk nerd off microphone. Uh, we're not that picky, are we? Mm-mm. Not at all. Now, Kimmy, I think it's time for us to talk about a TV show. Oh, boy. It's, it's not faring well, it doesn't look like. And it's going to make you cry a show that might be getting canceled and what is that show my name is john constantine here's where you can reach me master of the dark arts i'm getting new ones made yes there is a possibility that it might be going away now as mm. constantine returned for its mid-season premiere friday night the show's future still remains unclear, according to comicbook.com. They say while Constantine has yet to be officially canceled, NBC's decision to not order a back half to its 13-episode premiere season left the show's future in question. With no updates since that news in November, IGN was able to follow up with the NBC president, Jennifer Salke, and chairman Robert Greenblatt during the Television Critics Association's press tour last week. Now, when asked about Constantine's poor ratings and possible future, the president of NBC had this to say, We wish the show had done better live. It has a big viewership after it airs in all kinds of ways, and it has a younger audience. But the live number is challenging. It hasn't come out in the way we wanted it to. But we love the show. I think it's fair to say we're still thinking about it. Unquote. Yeah, I bet you're thinking about it. Mm. It's not terribly surprising to hear this, given that Constantine's first batch of episodes aired on Fridays at 10 o'clock Eastern, a time slot notoriously devoid of viewers for any network. Now, Greenblatt, however, thought that Constantine didn't hit its targeted numbers due to the character's lack of mainstream recognition. Now, despite being a personal fan of the show, he said it didn't pack the same commercial punch as DC's other costumed heroes. Constantine is not a costumed hero. No. Now, as he put it, quote, We got on the bandwagon of these shows based on comic books, and maybe there are too many of them. It's a popular series of comics, but it's not The Flash. It's not Batman. So maybe it suffers a little bit there. But as Jen said, it's a show we really like. We love Matt Ryan, who's the star of it. I think we did right by fans who didn't like the film that was made of it. The future is still up in the air for that show. Now, without a clear answer, it looks like Constantine's second season is still up in the air. NBC is most likely waiting to see how the show will perform in its new Friday time slot at 8 p.m., where it stands a better chance of attracting more live viewers. Man, I have a couple of things with this. Don't cancel this show. Number two, hey, if you like this show like we do, I think you do, Kimmy, right? Mm -hmm. Is contact NBC and say, save the damn thing. Mm -hmm. Don't let it go to hell. You You know, we don't want Constantine to go to hell. No. And save the show. Mm -hmm. Now, another thing, I think they just, you know, they are thinking old school here. Live. It's got to be, the the days of live viewing, it's gone. Mm -hmm. Especially with a younger viewership. This is going to attract a younger viewership. Constantine is. Mm -hmm. You know what's amazing? And I can find the promo and I'll link it right on our website. Where NBC did a promo piece of Constantine. And they were talking about what Constantine is. And gee, you know, one of the things they say the number three most popular comic book character 
mm-hmm. is Constantine. Wow. Number three, it's Superman, Batman, or Batman, Superman, and Constantine, according to their research and what they 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 have in this promo piece. Well, now they're going to give up on this number three. They were all behind him at first. Wow. And I think, you know, first of all, let's face Friday nights, what are they thinking? I know. You know, the show shouldn't even be on Friday nights. No, 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 no. You know, it, it's just, it's a bad time mm-hmm. for period. Right. And I, I don't think they're giving, and you know, when it went on hiatus a little bit here, they didn't, and to my knowledge, I didn't see them repeating the show to try to bring in new viewers, like example, throwing it on a Sunday night, Tuesday night, whatever, you know. Right. You know, it wouldn't have been smart when Supernatural was on hiatus, okay? Mm-hmm. Because this show and it have kind of, I would assume, the same audience, mm-hmm. right? Or close. Mm-hmm. Um, that when Supernatural was on hiatus, run its reruns, its best ofs of mm-hmm. Constantine, run it then. Yeah. And, and that time slot, you know, because people be going, oh, you know, those that weren't setting DVRs to catch Supernatural, but just say, hey, I can catch a repeat of Supernatural or whatever. And they go, oh, what's this? You know, I think that would have been smarter. I'm not saying put it head to head on first runs against Supernatural. That's insane. Right. But. You know, this, I, they're just giving up on it too soon, and I don't think they were very smart with the time slot, and that, that live thing is just a concept. You know, I, I wish the show could go to Netflix, actually. Mm-hmm. You know, and we watch them all at once. Yeah. I, I hope it, it survives, even though, to me, it feels like almost an Americanized Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. It's got elements to me. It just feels Doctor Who, and it's not yeah. because he's British. That has nothing to do with it. You know, that, mm-hmm. that's not it at all. And it just does. It just has that kind it's of. It's like Doctor Who and Supernatural combined, both mm-hmm. of them. You know, together. So if you like that show, contact NBC. You know, write them. It has saved programs in the past. Mm-hmm. It has. It saved Star Trek a season. Star Trek was originally canceled uh, after number two. And had a good uh, letter writing campaign, and it got for a third season to get it for a fourth, but it went to at least a third. And give this a chance, give it mm-hmm. a shot. So mm-hmm. if you uh, have nerds and friends that really like it, be sure to uh, tell them about this, and the show may be in trouble. And spread the word. Also, spread the word about the Riley and Kimmy show. We have archive podcasts. And by the way, we update our website 24 7 with a world of nerd, comic books, uh, horror films. That's right, fantasy. Uh, pop culture, escapism. You can find it all right on our website, which is RileyandKimmy.com. Find archive podcasts of The Riley and Kimmy Show at RileyandKimmy.com. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing... The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.